Welcome to Space Nerds, your source for intergalactic science fiction and science facts. Engines primed, engage! I'm Andy. I'm Sarah. I'm Doug. And I'm Jesse. And we are the Space Nerd Star Trek Club. Yeah! Star Trek! We're meeting every week to talk about new episodes of Star Trek Picard. Woo! Get ready for Star Trek Club! To share your thoughts on Star Trek Picard, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. We are Space Nerds! I'm worried that eating this frozen banana... <laughs> He's gonna be unpleasant for everybody. Listening. Well, you just have to like. I'll just lick it. I was gonna like, say, so like she says, and then puts it right back in her mouth. <laughs> oh, I, this is different. Yeah, you licking it is better for the people listening, but worse for the people in the room. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself, buddy. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, <laughs> how's that banana? <laughs> Is that how you sound when you're getting sexy? That's, that's I've never noticed sense. before. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I sound. How's that producer ready for a night of passion? <laughs> of uh, passion. <laughs> Do we have a song? Oh, yeah. Always. Oh. Um, I'm like, okay, I didn't know. Great. But we haven't... Um, talked about it yet we haven't talked about it and uh we're going to just come up with it now yeah and it's gonna go something like, like this, this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 are we allowed to wait are we allowed to talk before we sing it yeah okay yeah what happened in the- <laughs> <laughs> well, was- <laughs> my first thought was like was like Agnes was a traitor. She swallowed a tracker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, right? Ooh, that's yeah. a good instinct. Keep going. Wait. Riker ran joined on a farm. Agnes is a traitor. She swallowed a tracker. So what's his name? Hold them in the sky. Oh, She's like, I don't want to be a back. I got it, boy. She do you like make a song basically? Oh, so <laughs> it's really hard to talk with There's so much banana now. in your mouth. Based on the app, wait. <laughs> okay, not only is it a challenge to make a song theme song based on the episode, but then give yourself a genre to work within, and that's a whole next level. Yeah, yeah. we did that. That was good. That was, that was great. All right, I'd like to call this meeting of the Space Nerds Star Trek Club to order. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, to talk of whoa. You say I. 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 Thank you. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh, oh, the eyes have it. The meeting is in order. Yes, Great. There we go. Uh, present. The chair recognizes <laughs> Mr. Mercury. Thank you. Um, <laughs> roll call. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Point uh, of order. I deny roll call. <laughs> All in favor of denying roll call? I. The eyes uh, have it. Roll I, call is denied. I don't even want roll call. I was um, ready. All right, we're talking about episode seven of Picard Nepenthe. I love this episode so much. I, I love this get to say so that much. You've been holding that in. I've been holding this in. I fucking loved that. Wait, that was like a fucking magical you, you journey. You are basically someone right now who is releasing a fart after somebody really hot was over. You know, like you just closed the door. They left your apartment and you're yeah. like, <laughs> thank God. The lengthy, satisfying uh, fart at the yes, end of a first date. That's how you're feeling. This episode so much. Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> tell us more. Yeah. He's I been bursting it. since it ended before we recorded. I have to tell you guys that I actually had it spoiled for me that Hugh was going to die. That would be the hardest one to avoid. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It was, it was honestly, everywhere. I think actually that one I would be okay with because I'm so sad that I if I knew it was coming, I might it still be able comes to out of nowhere. Myself. Like oh, even out of nowhere, you're like Hugh's going to die. Hugh's going to die. Uh, when's he going to die? When's he going to die? Oh, he's yeah. dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is one of those times where, like, the spoiler enhanced the experience for me. Like, absolutely enhanced the experience Mm. for me because of two reasons. First of all, 
I would have been so upset in the moment that I would have like missed what was happening next. Exactly. Right. Because I fucking love Hugh. Yeah. I love yeah. Hugh very deeply. And I am thrilled that we saw Hugh and Picard and got to spend more time with this character. Yeah. It's a right. great it, arc. It is brutal to lose him. So quickly. But, but the episode did a really good job of honoring that character and and that's the best you can ask for in you know losing a character that you love yeah so but because i knew he was gonna die in the very first scene of the episode i'm like oh my god hugh is fucking dying right now like when they shot everyone thing yeah Yeah, i really thought that he was dead in the first scene i'm like that that sucks that makes me pissed and then he comes back and gets this like hero's journey and I'm like, oh god, it's so much better than I thought it was going to be. So, <laughs> so that was good. good, uh, good. There that, are studies that, that enhance that the experience. Spoilers sure. do enhance the experience for some people. Huh? People have mm. done studies on spoilers, and there's a significant number of people who agree with Jesse and are generally like, nope, I'm fine with spoilers. Yeah, because it makes me oh, enjoy. I the am material not saying better. I'm fine with spoilers. I fucking oh, hate spoilers. Me all the way. <laughs> the I way it was for you in this episode. In this episode, yes. People feel that yeah. for all things. I've gotten right, right, right. I've gotten yeah. lucky so like once or twice, but I, but yes, yeah, Sarah likes spoilers. I like, love tell us about a spoiler. it. Yeah, yeah, because it's a fascinating. I don't know because I like being prepared. Like you said, right. how like you knew it was gonna die, but then like you're figuring out how it happens. Right. And like, yeah, sometimes it's like, oh man, this is predictable, but it's kind of nice to be like watching the pieces come together. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, and I don't like scary things. Like I don't like yeah. like slasher films or things. So sometimes I also like a spoiler to then be prepared oh, of like, right. oh, oh, I yeah. know this is gonna get graphic, so I'm gonna close my eyes. But I don't. No, I just have always been that way of like, oh, like I'm gonna read the last, like the first page of the last <laughs> chapter of a book before right. I even read the book. Just make sure just to see going like, somewhere good, right? Or, or just because I don't know. And sometimes I, I guess I would cheat in high school too, and we had assignments, and they'd be like, how to predict how the book is gonna end. And I'm like, well, I'll just read the end first. <laughs> and I'll tell you, easy you know. Test. But, a plus, right, okay, I was right. <laughs> you know, you don't have time because you're at play practice. You're yes, like, shoot, I didn't yes, read it. So. Of course. Um, but yeah, there's something about it to like. Yeah, that came out of nowhere for me, too. I was like, I thought he was going to die not knowing the spoiler the first time. So the right. second time was so out of nowhere. The fact that she, like, chucked that thing behind her, I was oh, like, yeah. no! Yeah. It was a great action sequence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's hard to be angry. At, I can't be angry at the show for killing a character that I love if the episode is fucking great. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the time that we spent with Riker and Troy in this episode was just wild, like, light years beyond what I could have even asked for as far as re- reuniting these three core characters from my favorite show. They nailed it. I they nailed it. I loved it. Kestra's incredible. I would watch a whole Star Trek Kestra <laughs> show. I love their kid. Yeah. Great character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that they had this like backstory of a son who had died from this disease like that sounds kind of similar to MS, but like the sci-fi version MN. of that. MN, yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't know. Like Riker was just yeah. amazing. Like uh, Jonathan Frakes's performance was, it was incredible. So, they were, and they were their characters. And yeah, like, you can, but older. But I mean, yeah. and you can tell they thought through how time might have like not affected them at all, and how time might have affected them. When, when specifically, when Riker sees Picard for the first time, and they like hug in the entryway yeah. of the house. I almost cried. (laughs) It was, I don't know why, but it was just because you could see in their faces, you could see the characters reuniting and you could also see like the The actors actors reuniting reuniting. on the, in the show that they both loved so much. Totally. And like, there were just layers there for me of just, and actually throughout the whole episode with all three of them, just like moments where I was thinking about what was happening with the characters and the nostalgia for that the characters were feeling. And then I was thinking about the simultaneous nostalgia that that actor themselves was probably feeling <laughs> while playing a character who is nostalgically <laughs> reunited with their friends. Right. So it's just like that, you know, that double layer that is just so, so interesting to watch, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was what, fascinating. What about you, Sarah? What do you think? I'm with you. I loved this episode. Like, and I loved that, it especially, like, because I don't have as much experience, you know, with them. It was kind of, I, I really did not remember who that girl was at first. I was right. like, I, to me, she doesn't look, I have to go oh, back Troy. and watch it because I was like, I, she, in my head, what I remember her looking like, it's like, that's not the same person. Right. right. Yeah. So I got to go back. Yeah. But I really, yeah, it was just so sweet and like, 
everything about them reuniting you like i felt the same of like you could just tell it was such a big moment for like mm-hmm. all star trek fans everywhere and <laughs> them too and it like was such a nice moment of the story and like i i think i've talked a lot about like how the pace of this show has been a big thing for me yeah and this is the first episode where like i felt like i was on the correct journey yeah <laughs> i yeah, felt yeah, the moments yeah. i was supposed to feel yeah the pacing yeah. was so correct where yeah, like it yeah. started off like with a bang yeah and then when you got to them like like it didn't feel clunky anytime you got back to their house. It right, was like, right. oh, this is rest. all supporting yeah. what's happening. And yeah. it was so lovely. Like, mm. I really liked this episode. This is yeah. probably the first one that I really am like, all oh, right, this is ex- everything I would want yeah. Absolutely. in a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm for it. Totally oh, cool. with you. I, I actually don't even know yet what Doug thinks of this episode. Yeah. We didn't talk about... Because you watch them beforehand. I watch them beforehand, yeah. yeah. I really like it. I, I liked it more on the second viewing. Mm-hmm. I think on the first viewing, I'm getting to the point where I know, and I know it's just me, where I'm getting impatient hmm. of the like, I want to know answers to things. Oh, you I know. No, so, I feel that way. So it is not just you. We, I feel we that get, way. We get, a, we get a like a mind squirt for like a... <laughs> yeah. A, what is it? A blipvert? from uh, Max Headroom, the like 30 second ad in one second just into your head yeah, 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 <laughs> for yeah, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, and, like, yeah. All right, so that's all I get. So then I got yeah, impatient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that's me. I know that I'm obsessed with like, I want to know the answer to the no, puzzle. I, I get it. That. I want to solve I the thing. Yeah. And it's fun to speculate what it'll be, uh, you know, without that. So it's fine. And I, like I said before, they're not raising new questions. Right, right, you right, know? right. New questions are going to are gonna get really, uh, my anxiety level is going to go through the roof. But a second reason watch this yeah i appreciated the pacing mm-hmm. I, I could enjoy uh the the relationships yeah uh i also in the second view really got an appreciation for troy's role in the mm. episode as a character because she you know her whole thing in old star trek is kind of eye candy yeah. and kind of also like this reciprocal for for basically like uh, sexual violence as mind violence oh, and then yeah. also being the the sympathetic empathetic character yeah um but and then in picard i felt like her role was this like compassionate empathic person who is smoothing over these like rocky relationships that are happening because picard is once again kind of just being like this everyone listen to me yeah old man to the point where troy has to yell at him like yeah don't be a dick yeah to soji who just figured out she's a robot yeah weird and you're being weird about it (laughs) you're like trust me and she's like, bitch, Why? I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but just trust me. Right? Oh, and yeah. then Will, who she's yeah, known for even less right. time, is like, I've known him for 35 years. Well, who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and he fucked up a lot in this episode. Like, he accidentally confirmed yes. Dodge's parentage, or sorry, Zoji's parentage, right. and that Dodge had died. Right. Like, back to back, accidentally revealed both of those things yes. to Soji, who had just sort of half-activated, but right. maybe not fully yet, and we're like not totally sure where she's at. So, so and then he is, just like lets this all go. I'm like, I that's know. dangerous. So bizarre. that's why I like Troy in here, because she's like, yeah, yeah and guess what? She's traumatized yeah, and yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah. looks at Picard. So I like that. I like yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the emotional issues that are being raised are real. Yeah. And it it's not like, oh, we're putting this in here for the story. It's it's a consequence mm-hmm. of the story that's happening right. Right, and the right, characters right, in right, it. Right, right. And Troy's role in addressing those emotions is a very necessary and real thing. Totally. It's yeah, a kind of thing I feel cool. a lot of times when we watch certain stuff where I'm like, there's a subtext that's here, or there's an issue that is clearly there, but they don't address it. We always talk about this. Mm. They don't address it in show. Yeah. yeah. Where you yeah. just afterwards get kind of frustrated about it. So. Right. Yeah. I want to know how the characters feel about the story. Like, that's something right. I always want. And that's something the that Next Generation does really well, I think, in large part because of Troy. Right. And I actually have a big appreciation for Troy in the original series, in the original Next Generation. Yeah. Like, I really love her character. And yes, they do use her as eye candy. And yes, they always have her be the victim of like violence violence yeah right. there's an episode called violations i think about that <laughs> it's crazy um, yeah it happens a lot but she's also the person who is like the emotionally most present of the whole crew yeah. and is the one who can kind of point out to captain picard all the time you know 
what he's feeling and why, which kind yeah. of helps him make the best decision. And that's right. totally how they used her in this episode. Yeah. And I, I like that sort of emotional awareness for a TV show. I think it's like really fun and interesting and helps me connect emotionally to all the characters. Right. right. And was totally present in this episode for everyone across the board. Like I was connecting to Soji for the first time as a character. Yeah, um, I agree. Which I'm thrilled about. I mean, it, I feel like they did this on purpose. Like, let's show you the best version of Soji, which is Dodge, and then kill her, and then spend the next seven episodes making you wish that this person was as, as fun to be around as the first one and then make her that way. You See, know? I, so yeah, I didn't feel that at all. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't I didn't feel like they gave us enough of Dodge to feel anything after she died. Hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm missing Dodge. It's like, well, she was just here for a minute. Interesting. So to me, she's just a curiosity as the story. Mm. Yeah, and I had an immediate connection to her because she was Data's daughter and because the way Picard right. connected to her, I'm just like, I'm in on this character. Right. And then she's dead and then I wasn't in on Soji because like, because of all the weird Narek stuff. Right. Well, so Soji, I was just like, oh, it's a character in crisis. Yeah. This is a character who has a sword of Damocles hanging over her head, and we can all see it, and we can't stop it, and we can't do anything yeah, to mm-hmm. affect it. So we just have to watch her go through the the these like traps, basically, yeah. to the point where she's someone attempts to kill her. So for me, it's all just sympathy and terror for Soji of like, get, get out of the house. Like, right, totally. But the we monster's get, right there. But there was like no sense of her character, I think, until this week. Well, because there is nothing to her. I mean, she's just, she's like a smart scientist, right? Yeah. That's all. Yeah, there hasn't been that much presented. A naive scientist. <laughs> yeah. Right, but like, not even. That was so interesting when they were like, oh, what do you call her? Like, scientist or doctor? And she was like, no, I'm just Soji. Soji, right. Because it's like, yeah, I, I didn't I don't earn know. this. Right. Like, mm. I was just implanted with information. Right. I love it. And that's right. that's like, that's her core is that her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's going to start from there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I almost feel like it's also interesting that we don't really know who she is as a character mm-hmm. and she doesn't either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, and she's now like Link she has, in Breath of yeah, the Wild. Yeah. And now she's, but now she is discovering who she might be. Right. Yeah. For real. And, and then as she's doing that, we are getting close to her as an audience. Right. Too, yeah. Right. It's which smart. is kind of cool. Yeah. And I think bouncing off of Kestra was really smart uh, to kind of have this, kid who just has yeah. this immediate bond with this person for yeah. no reason yeah, because that's, that's how, how kids are, are. Yeah, right. totally. and then to kind of translate that to the audience I think yeah. was really clever yeah. Andy we heard a little bit about how you felt about Riker and Troy but how do you feel about this episode as a whole oh my gosh there was so much in it um, I agree about the pacing with everyone I think they just found that great balance of like action, respite, action, mm-hmm. respite, yeah. you know, and but the respite never felt like it was dragging on into like, oh, you're just trying to fill space. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah. was always mm-hmm. respite with some pertinent interpersonal yeah, um, totally. information. I love that. So I think like that that formula specifically for Star Trek too and and for Picard itself because it, there is this nostalgia for it and then there's also an entirely new story it's telling so you want to fill up both sides right like you want to create the new worlds the new connections the new characters mm-hmm. but you also really want to pay homage to what the history of the show is yeah. and have some ooey gooey moments as well <laughs> and i just feel like they just totally did that in this episode yeah um i did have some of what Doug was talking about with like, oh come on, just yeah, <laughs> oh interesting like, because because that flash that flash was so I am glad that they, they that is I guess a partially the flash you're talking about question. the mind meld yes sorry right. I, yes I'm going which to is good I want to get into this the, yeah because the non-consensual mind meld right yeah I know that whole thing and then oi I also have to say her acting in this episode was amazing oh, amazing Agnes amazing so yeah, yeah. yeah you could just see her internal struggle was yeah. so woman. real yeah and culminating in her attempting to kill herself totally and what I'm thrilled with is that they didn't just have her be this secret villain right. yeah. you know it was like it's she's actually when they first showed her killing uh, Maddox I had this little worry that she was suddenly going to become like this person who's been on board and been horrible the whole time right. and secretly evil right it's the pull it's the whole like, face mask yes, off exactly. <laughs> <You fools>. exactly. <laughs> but that's not what's happening at all and in fact they're just showing how she is a victim in some ways as yeah, well yeah. and and that that she did make some major terrible decisions mm-hmm. based as a viewer like watching her we'd right. be like well that sucks i don't like that she did that um but at the same time 
you see that like those decisions are a product of an almost an impossible position. But the the hard thing is I'm having a hard time to have a full empathy because I don't know what the position is. I I thought that this second go through was like, oh, depending on what this answer is, is going to depend on how I feel about Jurati. Exactly. Because if at the end of it, they're like, oh, but if we let sense live, you know, this thing will happen. You're like that. That's it. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Your, yeah, well. yeah. So I still feel like I don't have the answer. So I'm still not totally sure how to feel about her. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. First of all, last week when we were talking about the the thing where Rios and Gerardi hooked up, and we were like talking about what, how we felt about it. Wait, hold on. What's going on? I'm sorry. This was slowly falling. Oh, oh do you want me to the, tighten that's that? The one. That's the I one. I think I got it. Okay. I think I got that's it. the one that I usually have over here. Uh, yeah, she's it just, sleepy. It just starts to like... <laughs> yeah. I'm suddenly like, I realize I'm talking like that. <laughs> yeah, these are old mics. No, it's good. Hey, they They've work. lost their verve. <laughs> um, it happens to every oh, mic stand. Yeah. So, okay. Last time, Doug was talking about how uh, Commandant... Oh, had said something to Gerardi. Is it a commandant? Is that what she is? Commander. Commander? Commander. Is she a commander? Yeah, Commander O. Lady O. Commodore. 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 That's Commodore. It. Commodore. Commandant. <laughs> the commissars in town. Uh oh. Oh oh. Is commandant a thing? Uh, I think in German. Okay. Right? I don't know. <laughs> Commodore O. Yeah. Um, Wait, what's, said- I'm sorry. What's a th- what is a person that fights a bull? Matador. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Bullfighter O had said, uh, Doug had said that she must have said something to Gerardi that changed her worldview and had her flipping out enough to kill right. Maddox. Right. And you were dead on with that. like, And that kind of helped me understand what was happening last week because right. I hadn't picked up on that. Yeah. It didn't but, occur to me that it would be a mind meld. I thought oh, they just totally. had a conversation. But, yeah, and I love, yeah. well, first you were dead on about that. And then seeing that it was a mind meld, I thought was awesome. Yeah. I thought which, that was a yeah. super cool touch. Which makes, and, yeah, sorry. Which just makes sense. So I, I, when she says what I, I can't help what I saw or right. I can't right. see yeah. what I saw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'll, I feel like that'll give me more leeway in accepting or rejecting uh, her justifications based on this because it is not just information told to you. It's a thing that was implanted in your head. Yeah. So right. if it's like she sees this world get right. destroyed right. and can yeah. feel what it's, it's like to there. watch. She's yeah. living yeah. with it. She yeah. now knows Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like this information dump in her head. Yeah. yeah. So. Enough to make her kill her boyfriend. Yeah, and it seems to be like visions of destruction. So it's like if the synths survive, then all this will be destroyed. You claw your face off. You shoot yourself in the head with a gun. Yeah. Uh, A bunch of you wearing robes blow up (laughs) and your planet explodes. Yeah. Those were the images? What I'm thinking is that it's not the synths. It's these assholes that are wearing these robes and standing Mm. around in a circle. That always goes bad. Well, what I love about it is that like, what I love about it is that it's unclear guns. where uh, Commandant Commander Commodore <laughs> Commodore O's information Commissar came from. Commissary oh, oh. O. It's unclear where her information came from, but Gerardi just accepts it because it was put in her mind. Right, 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 right. Which I I think works really well story wise. And now mm-hmm. I'm also wondering, oh, is she Vulcan or Romulan? Because we're assuming that she's a Romulan agent. Mm, right. Well, we know she's working with the the Jat Vash, but we right. don't know if she is actually Romulan or Vulcan. Right. I've yeah. been but assuming do, Vulcan, and I still assume Vulcan. Well, now I, I'm thinking Vulcan, because before I was thinking that she was a Romulan. Oh. Um, but as far as we know, Romulans can't mind meld. Right. They, they've never said anything one way or the other about it. They've never yeah. shown it happen. Yeah. And they've never... It would be one of those things where if they suddenly like, ha Romulans can mind meld. You'd yeah. be like, well, what in this it'll, ever? It'll be one of know. those things where like everyone's going back through the history books and be like, wait, but that contradicts this right, and that right. contradicts this. No, the books yeah. don't matter. The books are bullshit canon. I, by history books, I mean the old TV shows. <laughs> um, oh, but, the, the sacred text. Yeah. yeah, and it'll drive a lot of people crazy. Right. And, Technically, yeah. Klingons could fly. <laughs> There's nothing that says that Klingons can't fly. <laughs> we just haven't yeah. seen it. But it would yet. just be weird. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like but, but it's called a Vulcan mind meld for a reason. Like we've only yeah. ever seen Vulcans do it. So, yeah. so well, now it pushes me to think that with she, the names. <laughs> now it pushes me to think she's a Vulcan. It used to be just sure. called the mind meld. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, this is the Vulcan mind meld. Not some lowly Beta Z mind meld. This is top quality, yeah. trained in the Vulcan yeah. Academy. Vulcan no, no, no. We can't show you how to do it. Only Vulcans can do this special. Right. Like, oh, you touch the face? Although is that Kirk, all it is? Kirk is real good at a Vulcan nerve pitch. Yeah. So, oh. who knows? <laughs> That's another one. Like, anyone can learn that. Let's just squeeze in the neck. Yeah. Really hard. <laughs> so, how do we feel about her 
finding herself at a place where she wants to commit suicide at the end of this episode. Well, I'm not sure if it's suicide, so I'll throw that out there. Like, it hmm. could be that yeah, she's specifically right. doing something that's dangerous because she asked for a specific chemical. Yeah. And so she's asking for this chemical to put herself into a coma that she knows that in theory she could live through, but in theory she could die from. Okay. Right. I think if she was committing suicide, she would be. Yeah, she would have done it. it yeah, gun just do something. Or... Yeah, I think more. especially because like the fact that right before he like assumes it's Rafi mm-hmm. and is like yeah. she's the one, and she's like no, and he doesn't believe, he doesn't her, believe her. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, shady. Like to me, it totally made sense that motivation of then like if he doesn't believe me, I have to make a choice. The choice is to take myself out and then he'll, and then they'll stop following. He'll hopefully see that it's not her. Right. You know, like it was the, yeah. Or that just got me thinking, what if maybe that chemical agent is to destroy the tracker in her body? Yeah. And maybe that's why she's frothing at the mouth. Not because yeah. she's trying to kill herself, but because she's trying to that's neutralize the tracker. Really I thought that, I thought that yeah. she was well, going to foam, and then the tracker was going to like foam out, is uh, what right, I thought. Right, right. The foam's yeah. going to turn sparkly I, blue. But that's <laughs> what I want to understand. <laughs> it's is a minty wh- fresh foam. What is the science behind... Wow, how whatever she did made it so that they couldn't track her anymore. I, we'll probably find out in the Star next Trek episode. science. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, don't. It seems like we're, we're it just must extrapolating feed off her body, though. That's what I thought. Like the fact that she is not her like system is not responding. Yeah. is why the tracker doesn't work. Like it's got to right. be connected to like maybe she, not necessarily like her heart, yeah. but something her that brain like, or yeah, right. that like in a coma because it's not working. The tracker is not working. Is right. what I assume because the oh, second okay. that he was okay. like she's in a coma, that tracker turned off, and the right. guy was yeah. like. Shoot. So I was okay. like, oh, she must have known however that's connected to her body. Well, she, yeah. She's a scientist. Yeah. Well, you, okay. Yeah. You've got me convinced now that she wasn't trying to kill herself. Yeah. Or if she or she knew that maybe that could be fatal, but it was worth the risk. She well, yeah. she definitely knows that it's risky yeah. because yeah. she does it and the thing goes, This could fuck up certain people. Yeah. And oh, she's yeah, like, Okay. And she grabs it and she holds it against her neck and she says, <gasps> You can do this. Yeah. So, do you mean yeah. if it was just yeah. like, you know, ice cream? And we saw the EMH in this episode, and it seems like he has no memory of the last time he was activated, so she must have deleted that memory. That's what I'm assuming. I feel yeah. that's something that, like, that, you, I feel like that explains itself. That, that could bother you, but it's so easy to explain. Oh, yeah. Totally. I felt like it didn't need to be explained because he obviously didn't remember. And if right. he did remember, then he would have said something. It would have come up, yeah. So, because Wait, he didn't say anything, about? that means that, well, that, because he was, she deactivated him when she was killing Maddox. Oh, okay. And then we didn't know what happened to him after right. that. So, right. it seems like she probably just erased his memory that he was activated. Because it I seems see. like the kind of thing the emergency hologram would be like, by the way. But she yeah. also, she oh, absolutely. To kill this guy. Yeah. yeah, but she, like, deactivated him, too, before it actually happened. Right. Right. But yeah. he, but he knows like what's going on. There's, yeah, he would have been uh, like, "Why'd you deactivate yeah. me while that guy was having a, a apparent emergency?" Yeah, and there's a good chance that in theory you're like, "Hey, this guy died." And they're like, "Well, what happened?" Right. You know, like let's look at the logs. Yeah. Let's do this yeah. kind of thing. Although they don't technically have a full medical person, so maybe they're just like, "I don't know, people die," <laughs> and they moved on. Not true. Yeah. Um, okay. What else happened this episode? Elnor. Elnor. Is like stuck on the board cube. Oh my mm-hmm. god! He fails. Yeah. He fails to protect Hugh, which was devastating. But, but he also, does so in a way that's like so good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Well, he's gonna blame himself. You can see it yeah, on his of face. Course, yeah, yeah. He was like limping, or like when he found the little, you know, the the planted thing. He yeah. kind of like seemed like he was dazed or something, right? Because right? he kind of was like oh, yeah. stumbling and like hiding. And I was like, poor guy. He's probably yeah. like traumatized slightly of yeah. Like, yeah all by himself he's yeah. never failed before like this is his first failure well yeah. he's never tried before exactly <laughs> yeah this is his first mission you know so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, as far as we know this is his first time going off world to to actually do what the wandy or wandy no no the, the other guys are the bad guys these are the this anti-wandies the, the anti-wandy <laughs> um yeah he's like never had a real mission before as far as we know yeah. and he just you know he lost someone and it was you know, kind of his fault because he should, like, he, sh- he, in his mind, he thinks that he should have been able to anticipate every move that his enemy can make. Uh-huh. And he seems to have that brash arrogance that he can. Yeah. And this is obvious. I mean, obviously, it's not his fault, but, but I think that he's going to blame himself. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's the first time he's had to fight a Wandy, and Wandy's are badass. Yeah. 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 Totally. He's just been on the planet training. So, yeah. 
And then he calls for help from the Fenris Rangers. Right. And I uh, think Seven of Nine's coming back. That's what I'm... I think assuming. it might just be generic Fenris Rangers, personally. It's going to be Seven of Nine. Okay. We were wondering, though, why, and we were talking about this before, like, how do we think that medallion got there? What's <laughs> right. the story? Oh, yeah. Where, where, hanging out. You like, have the best theory, Andy. Wait, where, what room was he in when that <laughs> happened? Like, what was that? Boy, I don't know. Girl. It looked like an elevator shaft or something. It weird. looked like he was. If at in the trouble, call Fenris Rangers. <laughs> There's just one of those little medallions in well, every room of I the board cube. Right. I did that think maybe Andy's they just like sprinkled them throughout the universe, you know, <laughs> yeah. just like in case someone needs us. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought it was maybe possible that Seven of Nine is that we may actually see the story behind how that got there. And mm. we may oh, have a flashback with her like on the board cube or something. Interesting. Maybe not, but. Or maybe that was his and he was just hanging it up to rest. <laughs> I don't know. What? Like he someone had given it to him before? Like it was his necklace and he just like put it up to hang for a second. And then find it? How did and then, he get it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just <laughs> <spitballing> here. <laughs> I like Jesse's answer to a mystery is to just add one more layer to the mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, exactly. It too. I watched okay. Lost. <laughs> Where'd that necklace come from? Yeah. <laughs> then he had it. <laughs> okay. Where'd he get it from? <laughs> <laughs> from Jacob on the island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really liked his arc in this episode. The black I mean, smoke. There's really, like, there's no arc in this episode I didn't like. I felt yeah. like yeah. the whole episode was so well made from beginning to end. Everybody got good bits. I yeah. mean, I think Raffi, who sometimes is hit or miss in terms of not the actor, but the writers, the choices they're making for Raffi sometimes feel like, uh, yeah. figure out what you want to do with this character and do it good yeah uh, but this this felt good this was i liked raffi as auntie raffi yeah. yeah like she's basically now she's being like a comforting force yeah on this ship and they've also shown rios do that as well yeah which i like because it's not here's the one person who is the emotional person right, it's like right. no the fucking captain can also be the person yeah. who has an emotional support totally. this time it was raffi's turn to do that and yeah. i thought it went well yeah. yeah, I thought it was handled. It was a nice glimpse of her character. Mm-hmm. I agree because was it last week that we talked about? Was it that when she had like the relapse kind of? Yeah, and, like, we just saw her go down this spiral. I think we all real kind of dark. agreed that like it was like oh I don't know if I liked that we saw this such a dark side. Granted, she's mm-hmm. going through some shit. Yeah, but also and they did it with the comedic music. Yeah, so that was where it was like right. really music. fucked up. Yeah, so it was really nice to see her in that like comforting light and in that sense of like that chance of like almost like motherhood that she didn't uh-huh. get right. or like didn't choose, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought it was really nice to just see her in that light, but then mm. also so sad when he like is like, I think she's a traitor. Mm. And then right. he's like, no, she's, <laughs> right. yeah. no, she gave her cake. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't do it. Well, yeah. Rios just slept with uh, Girardi and suddenly he's like, well, it's definitely Raffi who's the, uh-huh. who's the traitor here. Uh-huh. It's not the lady who I've already decided is okay because we, we doinked. I, I also... <laughs> Not the dead Oh my god! It's <laughs> my favorite uh, euphemism. <laughs> that downstairs business. Oh wow! That's so Those are both very good. Very doinked. different tone, tones. But, um, I also just—it's funny because the moment where she's saying like it's not Raffi, right? I wish. I, I really that was one moment where I misread what the show was trying to tell me I did too I want to hear your I was sure that when she said oh like it's you and then she just gives him that look and then it shoots back to his face and he has a look right yeah. and I thought that was that was him understanding that it really was her uh, so did I yeah, uh, I thought okay. in that moment and and then later I was just like wait I thought he knew you know yeah. and then he's like interrogating Ravi and I'm like oh well, I guess he, he still know. thinks it's her you know so that was interesting for me I yeah. thought that it was Rios going down there and, and just saying like it's got to be Raffi. I mean, unless it's oh, so did I. Anyone oh, else who might want to confess? Thought it was a mind game. Yeah. Before I go, give the business to Raffi. Right, right, right. I thought right. both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> right, because yeah, then yeah, he yeah, was definitely. like, she was like, well, as long as it doesn't end of me like shooting out of an AirPod. Right. Like, well, I hope it doesn't come to that. That's what I was like. Same. What? I was like, wait. We know it's her. Like, right. Yeah. What happened? You you gave a look. She gave a look. <laughs> and then I thought you went down to be like, hey, Raffi, by the way, Agnes is the traitor. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, we gave these looks, but I think she was, I don't know, maybe she wanted to doink again. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> like, go break the bad news to Raffi. Like, yeah. You know, it was, yeah. That was, I didn't see it coming. Me neither. I was very confused. But I see, now I wonder if he'll get it now. Right, I like, think right. so. Yeah. I think yeah. that was her Who goal. Knows? Yeah, I think that 
she convinced him by doing what she did to put yeah. herself in a coma. <laughs> yeah, sure. Doug, you reminded me how much I liked the music in this episode because we, mean? when you said how like last week's music was all cartoony, we were talking about oh, last week. The sure, music the was choices they make musically. Weird. Yeah, the music was awesome this week. Yeah. Like this, this whole episode to me was just so cinematic and like enjoyable on every level. Mm. And I'm, I feel like talking about the Riker and Troy stuff is just going to be me listing off everything I loved about it. <laughs> um, so I almost feel like it's better to just watch and experience it and love it yourself. <laughs> yeah. sure. And just know that I loved all of it. Is, like, is yeah. it part of, um, uh, what's his name? Who Jonathan Frakes' contract that whenever he returns, it has to be food related? <laughs> yeah, I love that he was making a pizza. Because remember when he's, awesome. he, him and Troy come in at the end of Enterprise... In right, the, and he's the, the chef fire. on the and Enterprise. He's, the, he's like oh. cooking on the thing. Yeah. Don't remind me of that garbage episode. <laughs> Doug, do you like... Oh, no. Enterprise uh, Enterprise is fantastic. Season well, four I love is, Enterprise, but the last episode of Enterprise is the worst. The, people take the last... People don't understand the last episode of Enterprise. <laughs> That's the problem there. Oh, God. Well, maybe you can change my mind about that, because you've changed my mind about a lot of things. Do you but. think that it's just one holodeck episode, or do you think that the entire show is Riker on the goddamn holodeck? I think it's one holodeck episode. There you go. Then it's a fine episode. It's ah, it's just Riker. It's just Riker learning history. Big deal. Some people yeah. freak out about it because they think that it makes the whole thing was a dream. I don't. I hate it because <laughs> we're it's, going on a real specific side. Hey, I, I, like, I hate it because it's the we're last. We're arguing about homework. No one else. It's watched. the last episode of Enterprise. <laughs> And it does a complete disservice to the cast of the show that I loved and wanted a nice last episode with the cast of Enterprise. But instead, I got this like shoehorned goodbye to Star Trek because Star Trek's going off the air after that because that was the last plan. Star Trek is bigger than the cast of Enterprise. But it that's true. But but for me, it just kind of left me just like. You get to see the beginning of the Federation. You get to see the yeah, the and I like that stuff. Yeah. I like the stuff with the cast of Enterprise, except for what happens to Trip. You know, but it just didn't do it justice to the to the show Enterprise itself. It made it tried to do justice to Star Trek, mm-hmm. and I think totally missed the mark and, and kind of ended up ringing hollow. Um, and it, I just really just did not like it from a production value standpoint, a writing standpoint. It's just not an enjoyable hour of television. And on top of that, is like such a lukewarm goodbye to these characters that I love. So I just really just didn't like it. And I, I didn't like it emotionally more than I... If that was like in the middle of the season, I probably would have been okay with it, but not right. loved it. But yeah, as right. the last episode, I'm like, no. Right. No. <laughs> Whereas like thinking that Next Generation, the last episode of that is like one of the best episodes of Star Trek. Ugh, it's... Okay. <laughs> what, you don't like that? It's a that? fine episode, but it's not like, oh, what a glorious send-off. Really? It's just like, it's an episode. Man, we always have the opposite opinions. It's so interesting. Because <laughs> like, we both love the same shows, but for like opposite reasons. Right, I don't right, understand right, right. how that's possible, but it's really interesting to me. Because <laughs> yeah. your brain is anyway. weird. Um, speaking of homework, we didn't do Star Trek homework, but we did introduce Sarah to Chocolate Rain. Oh, my God. Tazon Day. Tazon Day. Oh, his name was Tazon? Tazon Day. Tay? T-A-Y is his first name. Yeah, Tay. Tay. Zonday, like Monday That's with a Z. Yeah, what's Monday crazy with a Z. is that the yeah. re- you know why I'm saying this is because the reason we were even talking about Chocolate Rain was because we have a friend named Taylor uh, who was talking about making chocolate cheese. <laughs> well, that turned out well. No, but two Tays that have feelings about chocolate, chocolate. Bl- fill in the blank. Chocolate blank. Uh-huh. Chocolate yeah. noun. Chocolate, Chocolate now. now. Chocolate now. <laughs> how, how did everyone feel about what we saw of like Riker and Troy's life? This little snippet of it that we got. I wanted to say, I, what I loved, and you kind of touched on this earlier, but is that they could have very easily had the episode be mostly just about Riker and Troy and have their children be sort of just these like kind of half-written characters mm-hmm. that we don't really care about or have any deep insight into but they built full characters for their children as Mm -hmm. well and i love that because i think that is actually the ultimate way to pay respect Mm -hmm. to a character is to have their child be full and important too because then that their legacy can live on in the show and that it just it echoes that you know absolutely and i just thought like even the character of the child that wasn't with us anymore like i felt like i got a sense of him even a little bit like his interests are so specific his um tragedies and the and the things he struggled with were Mm -hmm. really specific she could have been just like yes 
He always wanted to grow up and be a doctor. <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> and, well, we think of him often and we miss him. Right. And, you know, and it's like, no, like, there's a word that he came up with that means homeworld. Like, yeah, there's, right. there's all the... He made lang- 11 languages, they said, 11, right? la- yes. Yeah. And, like, and then the counting disease... The I sounded language. so impressed of this <laughs> fictional feat. <laughs> he invented 11 Can languages. Can you believe that- it? Is that 11 Incredible. with or without the butterfly language? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the flapping wings of the butterfly. You know what I mean? Like, those details, it seems right. silly, but it actually, it just, I think it's, like, really respectful, and I, yeah, I really I enjoyed that. I love that, totally. Yeah, it's good storytelling, yeah. and it yeah. was, in, like you're saying, it's integral. Yeah. The character Thaddeus, who's not even there, the, yeah. the dead brother, dead son, mm-hmm. um, is tied into the narrative that's happening, right. you know? Right. It helps Soji with... Or it's Troy uses it as a story to help Soji. It helps yeah. define Kestra's character. Right, so, right. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good capstone for Riker and Troy, I think. Yeah. Because it is, I mean, I feel like that's got to be more or less the end of them in Star Trek, you know? Yeah. That they're not, I, I don't know why they would keep going back. Yeah, to them I kinda, as guest stars, they could. They've left. I hope it open. they don't. It was so wonderful. But it's nice. Like, you just like this uh, is the end of their life. Basically, this is yeah, What's happening with them? Happen. You get all caught up, and, or just like as far as we need to know, this is where their life goes. You know, like right. yeah. they kind of pull themselves out of the grander story of the universe and yeah. focus on their lives, which is their, you know, their absolute right as people, as yeah. human beings, yeah, and, um, or Betazoids or whatever they are. So <laughs> I wanted, to, I wanted to know if Kestra had any Betazoid empath empathic powers or not i'm curious about huh. that. i don't I would, think it was shown explicitly you could yeah, argue it one curious. way or the other yeah. but i'm it, just saying i'm curious yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i would love for that character to show up later uh kestra i think yeah, that'd be cool if you know if she was in the show like years from now she joins starfleet or something oh and, yeah or in another star trek show or maybe we get star trek kestra years from now like, i think they've done a significant amount of of fleshing out a character who's in one episode very briefly yeah. oh yeah that definitely there'll be there's they'll books that back, people yeah. are probably oh, working sure. on now yeah that are that are yeah. about that that's yeah. like yeah. that's definitely there have been smaller things expanded on yeah yeah really far so yeah there i think that uh, also, as I was watching, because we were talking about, well, do you think that they'll come back in any of future episodes? And um, it did feel like they sort of did wrap up their story. But what's interesting, I also didn't, I hadn't watched the previews. So I didn't know that almost all the footage we've seen of them was from this episode or all of it or whatever. Yeah, all of it, yeah. But um, so I didn't have that in my mind. So as we were watching, I was wondering, like, the story very much could have told the story of like, oh, look at these quaint people living their natural life and they need to be called back to adventure. Right. Like mm-hmm. they're going to hop aboard with Picard. Like I, I almost half expected as he was leaving for Riker to be like, hold on. And then he like comes <laughs> yeah. in, you know, like, Room for one more? Yeah, you know, something like that, you know, and it's like, or, or three Make of them. Three. Like <laughs> I could see that all three of them jo- like joining sure. when he's like, the crew is motley, you want to join or, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. And, um, and so... I think it was interesting that they didn't do that. Right. And, and it, it felt yeah. like it would have been leaving too much behind for them to do that because yeah. their lives seemed so full. They did. They had like really rich lives on this planet. I loved they did. that The so only much. thing I couldn't tell, there were other beings that lived there, right? They said that they were defending themselves against attacks because that's when Riker mentions like, shields up! And yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and then, yeah. I love that his house has shields. Yeah, And then he's <laughs> explaining it as we've recently been attacked by the Kazinti or they've stepped up attacks or something like okay. that. Which is yeah. a whole really strange side deep reference in Star Trek huh. and outside of Star Trek. The particular yeah. name of that species. Oh, I is just it? couldn't tell. Who was it? It's too. It's a lot to get into. Okay. It's someone from the animated series. No way. Who is also a species that exists outside of Star Trek from a popular sci-fi author Whoa. who authorized the use of his intellectual content in the Star Trek animated series in like yeah. the 60s. So it's just weird. Is yeah. there anything about that captain they kept referencing? That the, the No, Rupert okay. Crandall. Captain Crandall, yeah. Right. I was wondering if that was a that's reference. That's nothing, that's new to the show. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I, in my mind, I picture Kestra at some point uh, running away on an adventure, like stealing Crandall's yeah. ship or stowing away on Crandall's ship yeah. when yeah. Crandall's going mm-hmm. out to space. And that's like a, a zany uh, Kestra mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah. yeah. I'd watch that show. I would. Yeah. I and couldn't... Kestra is the name of Troy's dead sister. 
So, oh, I love oh. that. Yeah, that's a TNG episode oh. where I was thinking about that episode. Yeah, yeah so in season Kestra seven. Is the name of that. You haven't seen it yet, Andy. Andy's getting close Spoiler to finishing alerts. Next Generation. Oh, sorry, I'm getting close. Sister named Kestra. Oh, yeah. Dang it. Um, I oh, what I was saying is I couldn't tell if they were living in seclusion or not. I guess is what I oh was my well, point. My impression was that they moved to this planet because the soil had restorative properties and they were trying to save their son, but then yeah. ended up kind of it didn't just work. staying there. Right. Yeah, it didn't work, and they yeah. made a home. And maybe the reason they're fighting off other people is that there are other people from other planets, other beings that are fighting for the soil. But also. I, I guess what I'm saying is like. So are it, they interacting with other people? Yes, because there's a town nearby. Basis. Yeah, he mentioned like the okay. spaceport. There's a spaceport. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, I feel okay. like they live. I don't know. It's kind of like I, I, I at one point when I was growing up, we lived uh, in a town that technically is considered a village for like, you know, within Massachusetts. Huh. It's like a subset of another town. Yeah. Uh, the town was called Orange. Okay. And our village was called Tully. Um, and we had like 30 acres and you know there was it was a mile away from our house to the next house where like my friend lived so if I went to hang out with this girl we were like 11 we would have to like one of us would have to walk a mile or walk half a mile to meet yeah yeah so this is what I picture for this kind of thing where it's like but we're not like you know there's you can drive into town and go to a grocery store you are in the woods (laughs) you are very isolated but you're not completely cut off it's right, not a right, hermit-like right, right, living right. this yeah. is what i picture for them yeah you can they're hunt for yeah. venom sack rabbits for dinner right right they've got this they've got a sprawling amount of land yeah, and yeah, yeah. there's a town if they want to go teleport something. into yeah. town yeah yeah, you know? yeah yeah okay yeah i just love it. i love the idea that they kind of set made this life like they left you know i mean Riker, as last we knew was the captain of a ship called the uh what was it, the titan i think the enterprise <laughs> <laughs> like Riker, Riker got his own ship uh, in one of the movies? In the last movie, he was like going to go captain a ship, and then uh, Troy was going with him, and okay. it sounds like they... And their son was raised on a starship, so yeah. it sounds like they left that life when he got sick, um, and then just kind of found themselves living a life that they loved so much that they stayed. Yeah. And uh, there's something just so wonderful about that. It just kind of feels so good to leave these characters living a life that they chose and that they love. Yeah. 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 Well, and she even said at one point where she was like something like we're not trying to go back right, right. Like after yeah. and picard was like no i i'm not trying to ask you to like, yeah yeah because he respects that i don't didn't yeah. want to bring you here which i thought to me i feel like that happened kind of early on too so that setup of like oh yeah they're not because i thought the same right. thing too of like okay right. are they all gonna like yeah. get on this ship yeah. but it was like oh no they do not want that like they yep. want to just yeah. yeah grieve you know and like live their life and build this life without the distraction of like we don't care what's happening in, in the, we care, but like, we're not trying to be a part of it. We have this. Yeah. Instead. yeah. There was something I noticed on the second watch that didn't really stick with me the first time. And I may be wrong about this, but in the second go round, I had this sense with the interaction between, uh, Picard and Troy, where he's like, ah, you know, I, I don't want to bring any danger here or anything. And she's like, no, 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 listen, you can, whatever you need, we'll help you out. You can stay as long as you want. But also, if my daughter dies, I'll be fucking devastated. Yeah. yeah. But also yeah. stay as long as you want. But I think yeah. that was like, but maybe yeah. you should figure leave. your shit out as soon as you can <laughs> yeah. and yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. thought she was so good in that scene, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. ugh. Just a, yeah. that's a, she's a great actor. Uh, yeah, she M- is. Marina, Marina Sirtis. Sirtis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do we know who wrote this episode? Or, like, are these different... Like, even it's just the writing in this episode just seems so yeah. on Strong. point and yep. different than any other episode. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I'd be curious to see who gets the first credit on it. It's been individual different people, and then the Michael... I don't know if it's Chabon Sh- or Shabon. Shabon, Shabon, yeah. The, he's been co-writer on a bunch sprinkled throughout he's like the showrunner he's the showrunner he's the guy who's like a novelist who's got like it's one of the most i can think of like famousy famous person to come into star trek to join it to be a writer right uh, outside of when it was written in the 60s the the original (laughs) series when they would have like famous sci-fi authors like legitimately famous sci-fi authors come in to write episodes which is also why the original series is kind of all over the map yeah because it is just someone who's like here's my idea (laughs) yeah yeah wild Yeah, I mean, just thinking about putting this story together for this episode and, like, wanting to leave Riker and Troy in a place where it felt good to see them again and, like, it felt good to leave them there, I think, and, like, having it be so idyllic would have felt so shallow if they had not included the death of their child, Mm. which is so 
horribly yeah. sad, right. but like so informative of where the characters are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just really smart writing that just, to me, just resonated really <laughs> purely. I really like it. Yeah. They also, they've done it, I think they've done it before. I have a memory of it now. I can't remember what it was, where they do like meta commentary in the show. Hmm. And in this one, it was when he is talking to Riker and he's describing oh my God, his yes. crew is a motley crew. And oh. he's like, oh, they've definitely got a lot more baggage. It's been it's nothing, nothing but, but drama, drama since we, since like, we left. It, which oh is my God. one of the complaints people have about New Picard yeah. versus yeah. Star Trek. Because TNG, there were some like interpersonal things and they would slowly but the primary focus of the show was to solve made up space right made mm-hmm. up uh, fake science problems right. you know oh. right so Crazy. so i like that i like that the show has a, a yes. knowledge in it of and a sense of humor of itself it addresses it yeah I, I picked that out too. that's I fun like i that. love that kind of thing yeah it's hard to do and not have it be super hokey sometimes yeah, so yeah I yeah, agree. too much winking and nodding. It's just like too much fan service yeah. gets like. Yeah. But this was this was solid fan service. Yes. That was true to the narrative that they had set yes. up. Yes, agree. Yeah. It, like you said, it couldn't have been. I don't think it could have been more perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, this episode. I never thought I'd say this about an episode where Hugh was killed. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. episode to me is an absolute ten out of ten. Yeah. yeah. This episode. I think it's, a, it's a great arc for was you. awesome. You know. Yeah. The death. Absolutely. Th- that's why the death doesn't bother me beyond. Yeah. And the- then it seems like Elnor took up the cause of the XBs. Like, because he was talking about how about a lost cause. I don't, I'm so, I'm like, if the writers write Elnor out, I'm going to get kind of mad. No, oh, they, won't. Yeah. they won't. I feel like Elnor is just like picking up a right. new mission well, and then yeah, he'll get yeah. yeah. it. He, he's him. trying to get back to that queen room, right? Because he's yeah. like, you need an XB to get right. in. So the point is yeah. to like get in so he can get out, right? Yeah, 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 I think so. Oh. I hope so. Well, maybe Seven can do it when she comes to I, save I, him. I still yeah. think you're wrong. I think it's going to be the Fenris, but not Seven. But that's okay. I think it's going to be Seven. But I haven't watched the. I I don't watch the next time on. So you might have information. I don't. I didn't watch. So I've only seen as much of the next time on as we did this time. Oh, where it's those, and I'm telling you, assholes in robes. Yeah, standing in a the circle, very first shot. always up in to no desert. good. As yeah. we we're trying to turn <laughs> it off. <laughs> yeah, overhead view of people in robes. You're Get right. the fuck out it's of there. Not good. Yeah. It's never good. They're summoning something. That's that's how babies the first are episode stabbed. of Outlander. That's how you get sent back in time. Accidentally. Yeah, that's time right. travel, ripping holes in dimensions. Yeah, totally get out. This is why I think it's not synths. It's assholes and robes. That's hmm. what I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah. Like what what about the assholes and the robes? Then we've got problems. Right. Layers here. What about you guys? What do you rate this episode? <laughs> I'm going to say 9.5 and I'm reserving room for it to go to a full 10. If I like what the whole assholes and the robes story is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think that, well, the storyline of Riker and I mean, that is all incredible. And like, all those shots were great. I think, though, if the reason... I can never remember her name. Agnes. Agnes, Agnes Gerardi. Thank you. If the reason that she is behaving the way she is isn't quite up to par, mm-hmm. I'll be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the whole reason for the journey we're on. You <laughs> right, know, like... Right, right. And so the I think... load-bearing for, until story I know, Yeah. So until I know that piece of the story, I don't know if I can give any episode a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. If that makes any weird amount of sense. I think that's fair. But yeah, that, but I as like fair. but separated, I will say this. Separated from whatever the whole overall story arc is, is if this was just isolated as an episode, it's a ten out of ten. Yeah, for sure. Hmm, gotcha. Yeah, I feel like I feel the same way. I think I like part of me really like wants to give it a ten out of ten, but I don't know why I can't. <laughs> so I feel like I want to yeah. give it like a nine point like nine nine. <laughs> you know, I don't know, or maybe just ten out of ten. I re- this is really the first episode that I was fully enjoyed, like right, yeah. fully was on board, and maybe because it like felt more modern in a way of like TV I'm used to seeing mm-hmm. nowadays. So yeah, like totally. I could relate to the pace more. Yeah, um, yeah. because I definitely kept thinking like, wow, this pacing is awesome like yeah. i never really realized how pacing was affected until i started watching this show of like yeah. right. i feel emotionally jarred a lot but this is a really i loved the journey that this episode took us on i feel yeah. like and maybe it's because i understand more of the characters now too so now that it's like mm-hmm. i understand the world i understand these people like or censor whoever they are like okay like i'm fully on board and like yeah. fully in now yeah. and like i yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it just seems like the next episode 
have to be better, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. I hope it doesn't take a step backwards or like now that we right. have, because these witches or whoever in robes could be another huge question mark <sighs> right, that we right, don't right. get answers to right, right away. Right. And it's like, we don't need any more questions, but yeah. Yeah. I hope not. But yeah, I, I absolutely love this episode. What about you, Doug? Yeah, yeah I, I agree with, with, with uh, Sarah and Andy. It's, that's, yeah, it's it's a great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am especially also worried about like how the final story will come out. Yeah, where this could feel like oh, this is like a beautiful episode where so much is revealed that you find out later, and it, yeah. it feels whole and yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and then I could see retroactively coming back and feeling like it's a ten. Yeah, but yeah, 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 I feel like it's a it's a nine five. Um, the pacing, yeah. I I agree with Sarah uh, again. I think we're pretty similar on pacing. Yeah. Um. I have a higher tolerance or need, I think, mm-hmm. for some of the more like crazy intense episodes. Mm, yeah. Mm. So I don't mind that as much. Yeah. But I do feel that this is more pleasant. I like sure. if mm. this pace was maintained mm-hmm. for the all of the show. Yeah. I think that would be wonderful. Yeah. And, yeah you know, same. I think I think this is if this is the show finding its footing. Yeah. We're in great totally. shape. You know, yeah, yeah, and there, sure. there'll probably be like a slow one or a real. Sp- spiked out yeah yeah lunatic of one. Course. but this this makes me feel like okay they've got their footing there they're going yeah. good yeah I, i'm on board i'm i want more answers but i'm not angry that they're not coming yet yes i yeah. think that's fine i think i think they've earned what they've got they've got my attention yes. i'm yes. like okay give me yeah that's fine i know i'm being a greedy child and that's okay <laughs> i have to say that because we went back to that scene with uh, with O and Gerardi, and we got to see why Gerardi made the decisions she made. It's because of this mind meld where she saw this vision of doom. Right. Like, that was a huge piece of the puzzle that we didn't have. Like, why did she kill Maddox? That's one yeah, of the biggest sure. questions we've had in the last few right. weeks. Right. Sure. Uh, so, and then, like, why are these, you know, Jat Vash acting the way they're acting? It's because they think that these horrible things are going to come to pass. Right. Sure. And we don't necessarily know what they are yet, but it, it, put some motivations into focus for me. Right. Broadly yeah, speaking, yeah, yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like since we'll destroy the world. And it also had me questioning, are we on the right side? Like, mm. is Picard, you know, like, is this bad enough that it's worth all these horrible things that people are doing? Right. I still think we're on the right side because I feel like, you know, it would be, we, yeah. because Soji has the right to exist and because right. like looking at the, yeah. uh, the conversation with Troy where she's talking about if we'd had a positronic net, we could have saved our son. Right. Yeah. That was really interesting. And I thought really good sort of uh, oh, yeah. wor- world building for the story. It's yeah. like, it's not just synthetic lives that are at stake. It's, you know, technological progress and science that right. are at stake. And we can't hold these things back. So that was actually a question I had. So was that kind of implying that when the synth lockdown essentially happened, they also restricted like medical research or the evolution of it seemed like they outlawed positronic brains or or like a positronic matrix which is what powers data i mean it's i think a positronic matrix or whatever that is in the star trek world can become sentient and self-aware and i think that that's what they're trying to avoid but how how would that have helped their son though what was how was that involved there was some sort of trek science techno babble (laughs) about how if they could have you know cultured something in a positronic whatever it yeah. could have saved their son and it was like a standard medical thing but it was yeah. outlawed because of this ban on sins right Somehow, the cure for like, his disease was easy they take his infected cells yeah. they put him into data's brain and then they put the stuff back into the kid and yeah. he's fine and it doesn't need to make sense right yeah. but <laughs> well it does make sense because it was a silicone based virus exactly there you go <laughs> that's yeah. the difference it made enough a, it made enough run sense for me Carbon okay, virus. Sure, sure, right. okay. I, that's all I need as a Star Trek fan. Like that's yeah. all I. That's yeah. all I require. Okay, fair enough. Um, the point I like was, to know that they made a half step towards it. They're like, yeah, yep. We could, but yeah. you can guess the rest. I thought it was cool. I just thought the whole episode was great. I mean, there were so many details that I loved, and I'm just like fucking stoked. And yeah. I don't, I don't have anxiety about where the story's going. I really feel like the the season finale could be garbage, <laughs> and. And yeah. I still got this amazing episode tonight that I loved so much. Yeah. Right. And it was absolutely worth all of it. You know, like Good. this whole show for me has been that f- almost exclusively. There's been like a couple of things where I yeah. felt like, wow, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and, and and its name is Bejazel. But, <laughs> but for like the rest of the season, I've just been yeah. really loving it. You know, yeah. and, and I am learning how to take what I love and not worry about what I don't yeah. like in a potential mm-hmm. future where it might be yeah. a shitty finale because like it really might be a shitty 
end of the story. You know, like when you think back to how unsatisfying the ending of Lost was, like it would be very sad if that happened in Picard, but it wouldn't change the fact that we have gotten some really stellar episodes Uh and some incredible reunions. And we got to see the continuation of some stories that I care very deeply about in ways that were super satisfying. So I'm just really, really into it. I think the biggest risk for the finale is... Uh, the cl- classic Star Trek blunder type thing, where it just feels like, well, that's a hokey stretch, but okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could have, sp- you that could have stayed yeah. in the oven a little longer. You really yeah, Stephen yeah. Kinged that ending, yeah, didn't but I, you? But they normally <laughs> don't do anything like like um, other classic like Lost, like you're saying. Yeah, they don't do those. That's not like a Star Trek mystery. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. This is a new era of Star Trek, so maybe. But yeah. based on Discovery, well, Discovery didn't do those kinds of. It they, is a danger- Discovery went to the end, and it's like, all right, then just close your eyes a little bit, squint here. That's yeah, fine. Totally, but it works. They, it's, they, a, they, it's a byproduct of serialized yeah. storytelling that wasn't present back in the day. I right, mean, right. I think Deep Space Nine was the first Star Trek show to have to wrap up a serialized story. Yeah, Next Generation actually attempted to kind of like put the whole thing into the light of a serialization that it wasn't actually right. in that for me like resonated true and that's part of why I love that right. last episode uh, so much that's where I didn't think it did but that's, that's fair yeah. but uh, but yeah I mean this is the new era of Star Trek where yeah. we're telling a serialized story and right. this is more like the storytelling of Lost or like Battlestar Galactica where yeah. a lot of people hate the way that Battlestar Galactica ended because it was a very polarizing terrible. finale it's, yeah I kind of like it yeah that's yeah. fine but it's Wait, not I yeah. think oh sorry I sorry <laughs> Oh, keep going. I've had more than my fill of my <laughs> no, own voice. I'm just amazed at how many things we have the opposite opinion on. It still surprises me. Sorry, I was thinking about something completely off topic. That's Not great. completely, but then I was like, oh, I should have this question. Was it I chocolate think- rain? It is now. No, okay. I'm, I think I'm confused. Okay, so Soji was made three years ago, yeah. right? We think, yeah. yeah. By Data... Sort by of. Maddox, by Maddox by using Maddox part of data's data's neurons from Data's positronic brain. He was Which a sperm donor. Why, okay, that's why they say he's Data's daughter, or right. she's Data, but yeah, yeah. she data has like did pieces of Data in her. Right, 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 right. Okay, Maddox is like her uh, uh, adopted father, and Data is like her biological father that yeah. is out of the picture. Yeah, yeah, but to yeah, her yeah. memory, yeah. she does not know who Maddox is. Right, and she has an implanted memory of a father that doesn't exist, who we haven't seen oh, except maybe, with that blurry face. Yeah. So yeah, it could be, could be Maddox. Right. Okay, but yeah. like... It's not like her mom program that, like, we've seen her face and she knows yeah. what she looks like. Right. I still yeah. think we could find a reveal later on that the mom program is a scientist oh. who works there. And so it's like, mm. it's based on a regular person. That'd be and fun. That was yeah. how they like got that. the AI's personality. That'd be so, great. Yeah, that's So, good. like, she may have a reunion with someone who is her mom. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. fun. That's yeah. a good idea. So I want I think, that. I think they can give her some... Emotional attachment with something like yeah, that. Yeah, but, that's yeah, that's good. It's all just hypothetical. No, I like that because otherwise she would have no living, quote unquote, parents. Right. Yeah. 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 So that, you were saying like that was, um, you were wondering who her father was. Well, I guess I was just wondering the timeline of when Data died yeah. versus mm-hmm. when she was created. Because Data died like, like 17 years before she was created. Right. That's why I was like, oh, but he's yeah. her father. Right. Well, so right. that's why I think I yeah. kept being confused. Yeah. I was like, well, I know he died in the show, right? right. So yeah. I was like, how did... And then they got his neurons from B4, which is that robot we saw. Because Data tried to transfer his consciousness to B4. I'm assuming that's where they got his neurons from, was from Seems B4. Seems like that's where yeah. they're going with it. Yeah, B4 yeah. yeah. in a drawer. <laughs> B4 yeah. in a drawer! Aww. Um, yeah, you've actually got me thinking about this, Sarah, because it's interesting, because in this episode, also in many ways, based on the conversation um, Soji was having with, what's the daughter's name? Kestra. Thank you, Kestra. Um, I think the show is really actually trying to set up Picard being her father figure. And it's interesting because they had to kill off anybody else who could have been her father. Like, you know, killing off Maddox kind of also serves Mm, the show in that way of like, of letting Picard become, because also I, I do wonder like when people are watching Picard, like the show and they're thinking about what is his legacy going to be. And the fact that he didn't really have a quote unquote biological family, but he did have a family of his crew. And the fact that Data's daughter then sort of becomes his daughter. It's like that is his family on multiple levels, right? you know, because she, he is going to be a father figure to this child as well as she is the product of someone he loved and was his chosen family. Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like that kind of is an interesting ad- addition, like layer to their dynamic, setting him up now as a father figure, which I know he kind of was ever since they introduced her into the show. But now that she is like what she was saying about like, you could have him and he could have you and you yeah. could have each other. Right, like, yeah, right. Right. Because now they really don't, they both don't have those types of people in their life. Yeah. Right, and Dodge was saying that she needed someone to trust. Exactly. Soji or Dodge? Uh, Soji was. Soji, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Can't wait for the next one. So yeah. good. And I think that's also an effect of Soji not being activated, Dodge being activated. Mm. When Dodge was activated, mm. her mom AI told her, go find Picard. Yeah. Like, right. Picard is someone who you can trust. This is where you can go. Yeah, yeah, But right. Soji is learning she has abilities, but without that like uh-huh. activation thing. Yeah, so I think it's going to be yeah. a different process. Right, so her. then why did that mom be like, go fight, you know? So then it's like, is was that, an, is that mom implant like corrupted in a way of like some good guy was like, they're going to need to get out. You know what I mean? Like why would the mom I, over one daughter be like, I think it was, that was war mom versus like things are cool. Mom. Like Soji's yeah. mom is like, just take a nap. Everything's fine. How are things going? You're a scientist. That's great. <laughs> After Dodge is activated, the mom is like, you got to get the fuck out of here. You got to find Picard. You got to stay safe. You know what I mean? Like it's like emergency mom. It's an emergency mom. Yeah, yeah. it's an emergency emergency yeah. comfort mom. Well, I, I, I have been wondering why Soji doesn't seem to have that feeling towards Picard that Dodge had that seemed to have been like, written I into her software. You. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it is the activation versus not. Yeah, it you know? could be. There's yeah. no reason. Also, they're have... different people. You know, like Data and Lore were totally different people, even right. though they were, you yeah. know, brothers who were both created by the same person. So, yeah, yeah they could they could go have through the universe in different right. paths. Right. Yeah. All right, I feel like we did it. Can I ask one more question? Absolutely. Please. What did you all think about having subtitles on? Because that's something that I have mentioned a few times. Oh, Sometimes yeah. there's oh, yeah. confusion, and then we've always said, let's try to do subtitles. And this was the first time yeah. I remember yeah. before right. it started. I do like, I mean, I watch a lot of shows with subtitles, okay. so for oh, okay, me, great. it was like, it was actually, uh, maybe it was great, because, and, cause, yeah, I was like, oh, there's nothing. Like, I feel like we didn't really have any questions on, right, like, right. what did they say? Or, like, yeah. Yeah. what and are there's they like, talking about? Th- when there's fake made up languages yeah right. yeah it's nice to go that's clearly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it wasn't too hard sometimes with subtitles the only thing i struggle with is when i am understanding what's happening and i'm like oh there's these moving things at the bottom of the screen right but in this case it really wasn't too hard to ignore that yeah. um yeah so that didn't bug me at all um yeah. i think you know what honestly is when when those are hard for me is when the pacing gets really slow. Oh, sure. And you're like <laughs> sitting there and the words are, or like they show up way before they say them, you know, and you're just like, okay, so now he's going to say, <laughs> I love you, but I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or like at the very end of the episode when it said, Closed captioning provided right. by CBS. Like, oh, it's <laughs> like, <what>? done. <laughs> that reminds me, that dock that uh, Picard and Riker were hanging out at, is that the same place that Jake Sisko and Ben Sisko are in the holodeck oh, that's for the very first episode if of they, Deep Space Nine. If they filmed it there? Or yeah, it was oh. that the same filming it's location? very reminiscent of it because yeah. th- this is like classic storybook idyllic, you know. Yeah. yeah. It looked very similar. It had me wondering if it was the same that's spot, which funny. I love if it is. If it's like the Vasquez Rocks of, yeah. uh, of Docks. Lake. Yeah. <laughs> it's Vasquez Docks. Vasquez Docks, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, this was awesome. I can't wait for next time. We got to yeah. stop recording and figure out when we're meeting next. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get closer to when the episode comes out this week. <laughs> I know you all are real busy with Sister Act yes. coming out. We're going into check week. So. People have real yeah. things going on. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. But we'll be back to talk about episode eight. This season's Ooh. getting close to over. Yeah. Only three left. Is it? So it's three. 10? Is it, I think it's eight, 10. Nine, 10. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think okay. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. If you're listening, I appreciate you. If you're not listening, if you're not listening, where did you go? (laughs) But until next time, stay Stay nerdy nerdy out there. Star Trek. Space Nerds is listener funded through Patreon. To support the show and gain access to bonus content, sign up at patreon.com slash space nerds podcast. If you love this show, help us spread the word by sharing it on your favorite social media platform or leaving us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find our show. If you have a question or comment you'd like the Space Nerds to discuss in the next episode, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. To browse our complete library of episodes or check out my sci-fi synth pop music and music videos, visit my website at jessemercury.com. 
Keep it spacey, baby!